Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's on Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about a number of new trailers that dropped on Disney Plus this week, including the one and only Ivan Rogue Trip. We're also going to be talking about the spike of users that have been using Disney Plus since Hamilton launched, talking about what's new and a few other bits and pieces as well. But a bit of housekeeping before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button. If you're on YouTube, you can also subscribe on audio platforms, including Spotify and Apple. And also just a big thank you to our patrons who make a massive difference to the running of the podcast and obviously the YouTube channel and website. All their support really makes a lot of difference. And you can support it from as little as a dollar a month and it gains you access to the exclusive weekly video. You also get early access to some extra content and some behind the scenes stuff. Um, so big thank you to Seth, Jacob, Sarah, Joshua, The Juice, What's on Netflix, Andrew and Julie for all of your support. Really does make all of the difference of that so let's jump into it first off so james let's, before we go into all the trailer stuff what have you been watching this past week uh this past week i checked out days of future past because that got added here this weekend it's been a while since i've seen it um and honestly I'm, I'm glad i watched it again i i think it's one of my favorite of the x-men movies um it's got a lot of flaws but i just really enjoy it and honestly if they had just ended the mainline x-men series with that that movie I think it would have been satisfying. It kind of nicely just like joined together the two fr- mm-hmm. the two trilogies and left it like nice and open at the end and just kind of it. But obviously, you know, Fox wanted to kind of get a little bit more in on the action and gave it Apocalypse and Dark, was it Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix after right. that? Right, and, and possibly at one point, new moons. <laughs> uh, maybe someday. I think we'll we'll still be talking about that in like twenty eighty or something like that. It's sometime in the near future. Uh, it'll be introduced by a 60-year-old uh, Daisy or whatever her name is. Yeah. Uh, Maisie Williams, sorry, yeah. not Daisy. Um, I I don't have any particularly negative feelings towards Apocalypse or, or Dark Phoenix, but no particularly positive ones either. They had some good fight scenes in them. That's about the yeah. best I can say. Yeah, no, it's kind of... It, I did, we did start watching through some of the X-Men ones. Unfortunately for me, um, I've been without internet literally until the last minute... Be- before the podcast all the podcast stuff was in my car to go to um the, the store cupboard at work today um and literally at like half past nine last night the internet f- came into life at the new place so i was like able to get all of this out of the car and be in there so that has meant i've not been able to watch anything on disney plus at all because we just haven't had the internet and i have been plowing through my data as it was without bringing in streaming however we had had um sky installed so i have actually been watching a lot of national geographic documentaries um because they're all now included in the package and so that's been kind of quite cool um and just in general like there's been quite a few movies and stuff on tv recently like um monsters university was on there i watched the other day but it'd be nice tonight because we've got the new sky q box which um, I was updating before i went to bed last night to to get sky disney or disney plus through there and this past week they actually added hdr support for that so i'm going to interlink all of that later on today so i can actually watch it um through that device rather than through my smart tv which is looking a little bit um it's a bit ropey it's a bit but it's about five years old i have said that i am gonna pick up a new tv one of those situations where you put the tv into a new house and suddenly it looks tiny and because we're a little bit further back so i have said i'm gonna as one of the last few treats for the moving in, get a nice. I did measure up a 75 inch TV the other day, and then when I got back, I realized it would be overhanging the unit by about a foot on each side. I was like, 
maybe we'll just go for the 65 and it'll fit perfectly. <laughs> it was a um, uh, so that's that's been me. So it's been one of those really weird weeks this week of like having like no internet really just it's like no Netflix, no it's and so we've I've been watching TV like on a schedule, like at one o'clock we have seven, you know, we have to watch the one show was it's really it was been really weird being back on what I would call like old fashioned TV where you had to wait till eight o'clock to watch a TV show and it was like yeah I really want to get back to having on demand I really don't really not like this idea yeah I, I haven't watched a show as it aired uh, not counting hockey and even that's been a while it's probably been a couple of years now uh, the closest would be the the first episode of um, high school the musical the musical yeah the series because that premiered on yeah. uh, the Disney channel in advance of Disney plus even that though. I, I don't think it was like real time. I, I think I, I had it DVR and I watched it within an hour of airing, but that's yeah. the closest to watching live TV that I've had in years. Yeah, it was, it was kind of weird going back. It kind of, it, I think as well as a free, a few years being a cord cut. And then, I mean, we have put the call back on to get um, satellite because it's, it's more, because to be honest, I wasn't entirely convinced that the internet was going to be available because um, when you move into a brand new property that is no, there's nothing on the site. I have had it previously in one property that I was a brand new and it took six months to get the internet. So that's why I had satellite installed because I had no faith that this was going to work. <laughs> um, so two weeks wasn't too bad, but hopefully now I can get back to normal and start watching some bits and pieces. So um, while we're on it, let's talk about what was added this week because there was quite a few bits and pieces added onto Disney Plus. In the US, it was very, very slim pickings everywhere else. Um, so first off, Solo A Star Wars Story is now available. It's left Netflix, now available in the US and Canada. So that was like the, the last uh, Star Wars movie on the Netflix deal. I think we've only really got Ant-Man and the Wasp and Incredibles 2, which are due soon. Wreck-It Ralph 2 and Mary Poppins Returns. They're the last ones left on that Netflix deal. Um, so some big ones there. So Solo, as we said, uh, Days of Future Past from X-Men, which you've watched, which I should really watch again. Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters. And I know I really keep feeling like I need to watch those two, the first Percy Jackson movie, because there's so much excitement about the new series. Which was Yeah, but, but a lot of the excitement about the series is the fact that they're not the movies. <laughs> I, yeah, I, think... I have... I haven't seen the movies, but yeah. everyone everyone has waved me off. Like, nope, wait for the series. Well, I think the thing is that everyone that likes the books doesn't like the movies. Whereas mm. I think if you like, if you've watched the movies on their own, you don't. I don't know if it's a bit like what that Artemis Fowl situation of where you and I think maybe the one and only Ivan might come into that as well. When you read a book, they don't the the movies don't translate as well as they do. Everyone that happens with most things, really. I mean very rarely do you have the, the the movie outpaced the book um so that's so that's cool i mean the actual author of the percy jackson series did actually go to twitter this week and confirm that the new series is going to be about at least two years before it um becomes available he was and i think that was quite good for him to be quite open about that and get that out there because i think there's a lot of people heard that he's working on a new series and are unlike are now asking for trailers and it's like he's literally writing the script right now that um, he could flip the page. That's about as much as he can do. <laughs> yeah. I, 
I don't think we'll be getting a trailer anytime soon. I don't think they've even casted most of no. the actors yet. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't do to cast them because it is supposed to be a young cast. So if they cast them now, by the time they actually film it, most of them are, well, it's Hollywood. So they won't outgrow the roles, but they'll be older than they are now, which makes a difference when you're talking about younger yeah. actors. And I also think as well as if you are planning on doing a, say a five series thing with kids, they've got to kind of get them all, almost, he's going to need to keep going with that because they're going to need to do it quite quickly and get them filmed like almost back to back. Now, whoever they sign up is like, well, you're in this for like three years or four years because we're going to need to keep filming this almost constantly. Almost, and because that's the issue with these, otherwise, you end up with, um, such, I mean, if you look at like <laughs> New Mutants, you would have the problem now where they're five years older than when they, when they started. And I, I think really, they might be older really than that difference. Yeah. At, And even when they do it right, you know, I just finished uh, watching the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. You know, we were doing one a week um, yeah. with, with some friends and you can absolutely tell the difference between year one Harry Potter and, and year eight Harry, Harry Potter, yeah. um, year eight being the second half of year seven. Um, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, all of them, they, they are not kids anymore. They, they are not year seven students. Um, and, and that was Harry Potter. They were still doing almost a movie a year for a good portion of the time there and keeping up with it. And they couldn't do it. If Harry Potter couldn't do it, I absolutely guarantee uh, Percy Jackson can't do it. You know, any of these and and that's not a problem too bad we're, we're used to it. it it's only a problem if there's like a four-year gap between the filming of season three and season four or something like that yeah because i feel like in some ways like tom holland is kind of i mean he's still very youthful looking but i mean he's supposed to be like 14 15 in the in like civil war so obviously by the time spider-man 3 comes around he's it's what it probably been like five six years by the time that kind of rose around so we're going to come out to get used to it but i did think it was cool that he did was quite open about that of how how long it's going to take setting fans expectations a bit oh yeah uh, and it's good for him to be out there because we know that he was very vocal about the movies he hated the movies uh and to have him out there kind of doing some unofficial pr is a good sign for what we're hoping out of this new series of uh, percy jackson uh i was going to say movies shows yeah so moving on from there, we've got a new season in the US and Canada called Critter Fixes Country Vets. Try and say that one fast. Um, that one looks kind of quite interesting to watch. Um, from Disney Channel, we've also got Gigantosaurus Season 1. Interesting thing with this one, this one might also be appearing on Netflix because I don't think it's an exclusive stream. Because while it airs on Disney Junior, it doesn't, it's not made by Disney. It's like been franchised out. Um, I think it looks pretty cool. I, um, I've messed about a bit with the video game here and there, so... That one looks pretty good. Um, I, mean, also the f- I, I love dinosaurs. So. Yeah, you can't wrong with dinosaurs. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, Secrets of the Zoo Season 3 was also added as well to the US and Canada. Um, Cosmos, A Space-Time Odyssey Season 1 was added to the US. And that one, again, has been available in other regions before that. And then we get into the Disney Plus originals. So we got Disney Family Sundays, One Day at Disney, It's a Dog's Life with Bill Farmer. Now... This is where things got a little bit lacking because like Australia, they got the two shorts and it's a dog's life. That's all they got. Um, and in the UK, we got that. Plus one day it is uh, so the uh, Marvel Hero Project, which they're still stretching out why that was. And we also got um, Apollo's missions to the moon. I mean, it really was like, is that it? Because um, previously um, we'd, we'd had reports of what was coming and 
we were expecting those shows to come to the UK. This is the, what I hate about the, I mean, the Disney UK website this month didn't even put the full list up of what's coming to the UK. I mean, I just, it was a lot of people on Twitter and stuff looking at the official list when it came out because I thought, I'll just go in because it's always nice to use the official list because sometimes things drop on there that they, they haven't previously announced like that um, Apollo Missions one. And the response was people were just going, is that it? Is that all we got? It's like, you've announced, it's like, yeah, it's pretty light if, if you've only got two shorts and, an, <laughs> and one and one episode, that's pretty light. Yeah, I can't hold that against you guys. That That's not really acceptable. And I don't know what, where the, nice, where the, uh, uh, that totally distracted my train of thought there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna get me get get my cola fixed. It's I think like the thing is obviously from our point of view, like Solo, a Star Wars story, X Men, Days of Future Past, and Percy Jackson are already on Disney Plus. They've been Percy Jackson got I think added recently, but the other two were there from day one. So this is where like Disney have like made up this massive, great big list of stuff that's coming up over the summer. And other than like I think the Peanuts movie and world's greatest um showman everything else was already available so that's always just a weird thing with it yeah and it, it would really help if they had some more back catalog titles they could use to fill in the space i mean we know there's a lot of stuff still available they just have to make it ready i mean it's it's obviously not as simple a process as go grab the reels digitize them and throw them on online they, they've got to do more than that and it's effort that they could be doing towards something else but yeah, at the same time, you can't be sitting there going, all right, you get these two shorts that were already out uh, that, that barely anyone cares about to begin with. Yeah. And yeah. But then I also look at how Disney have reorganized their summer with these um, drip feeding of a big movie every single week. And I actually think that's a really smart move. And you look at that and go, yeah, I can, you know, if you've got a load of movies, do you just drop them week by week by week? And suddenly that... You know, it's like, like saying today, this week you've got Solo and X Men. That's actually a really good lineup. That's a that well for American viewers. You're looking at that. I think that was a really great week. That's a, a really, if you know, you have three major movies. I'm coming out of Disney Plus. You can't go wrong with that. But if you already had them, it was like it was a bit light. Now, um, that's just something we're going to see quite a bit. I think going forward, the rest of the weeks coming out. Don't look as dry. I mean, on the Australian website, literally there was last Friday and next Friday. They didn't even bother putting anything in for this because there was nothing. I was like, okay, but hopefully that's just going to be a rarity that we get a really bad week like that. This is it's kind of the redux of earlier this year when the Mandalorian finished and um, uh, High School the Musical the Musical and all that stuff finished up, and there was this lull where we're sitting there going, okay, we loved your opening act what you got for us. And yeah. so this, this is the new version of that. Hopefully they just get, get past pretty quickly. They've had a, a pretty solid schedule. Like you were talking about, they, they, yeah. we do the two weeks. So what's great about that is uh, you can watch X-Men days of future past this week. And next week you can be like, all right, well, it's a light week. I'll check out solo or I'll check out this back catalog item that I've been eyeing out and do uh, the race to Witch mountain or something like that. That yeah. came out a couple weeks ago. So you can, you have that week where you, you don't feel pressured. Like I have to sit down and watch yeah. the Mandalorian and I don't have time to watch other things. You actually have a chance to, to get caught up on that. Or 
you can pop over to HBO Max or Hulu or Netflix and try something over there instead. Yeah, I think I think everyone is they're all going to start slowly running out of content because the kind of the the back catalog that they built up before March when all the shutdown is starting to dry up. So we are going to start seeing things dropping out. I mean, Netflix apparently has enough stuff to go for a lot longer, but they, you know, they're going to everything's going to start being hit probably like October, November, etc. Normally in the summer things drop off a little bit, but let's move on from there. Since we let's talk about what's coming next week. Is going to be the new series called Road Trip, which is a six-part series with um, an ABC News correspondent and his son traveling around world to six different countries. We got to see the trailer this week. What did you think of it? Not a bad little trailer. Uh, kind of laid out what the point was. Um, father, son, road trip to various places that you normally wouldn't think to visit. Mm. I do think they're going to have a little bit of a hard time pitching. Yeah, this used to be a war zone. You know, that part over there, that blew up last time I was here. But now we're going to go diving over here. Maybe not a great pitch, but as a visually, as a, a television show, I think there's some potential here. I mean, I saw this trailer and instantly was like, yeah, I'm in. I mean, I've said before, I am a bit, I'm someone that has done lots of backpacking i've traveled all around the world i love travel documentaries and travel like vlog kind of kind of style things where they talk so if this was coming up on the bbc or net i would watch this no matter what platform it was on if i saw that trailer i'd be like i'm in i'll watch that um i don't know who they are but i don't care because i just love seeing people travel around and so this was that trailer to me was like yeah that would have been a, if i saw that on any channel i would have watched it regardless of where it was from and that to me says like Okay, cool. We're going to get all six episodes on Friday. No waiting week to week. Seems to be the thing with all like the documentary series and stuff that we get with that one. Um, but yeah, thought the trailer was good. Didn't look to be a huge amount of excitement in terms of how many people were watching the trailers. Wasn't a huge surprise. The concept of an ABC News correspondent and National Geographic does tend to send the large audience running off in, in for the hills. Whereas I look at that and go, that is prime... I would say mainstream audience was something that I would love to watch rather than, a, and I, I think that's always going to be the case and it's why they're dropping all of them at home, but I'm really looking forward to the series. Yeah. And I do appreciate that they're relatively unknowns. I think if you watch ABC, they probably yeah. know who they are. I admittedly do not, you know, we had this whole conversation yeah. about what not watching live TV and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that they're people we don't know. Cause I think that, when you have somebody famous, you go in with certain expectations or you go in with um, predisposition towards that person. Let's say, for instance, that Elephants documentary yeah. uh, with um, the Duchess. The, the, uh, Sussex. I totally forgot her name now. Uh, Kate something. <laughs> uh, that okay. Seriously, I, I totally forgot <laughs> her name. <laughs> Megan, there we go. I, that's not even a joke. I literally yeah. forgot her name. Anyway, the, the Duchess of Sussex. Sussex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, there's that. I swear I'm not doing it on purpose. Uh, yeah. You know, when, when she's, when they announced that she's doing the elephant documentary, um, there's expectations, there's backlash, there's all yeah. sorts of stuff. These guys, you can just go in and you can yeah. hear their story and you can hear the story of what they're visiting mm -hmm. and you don't have any other baggage attached to it. Yeah. I also like as well. I think this whole thing is they're kind of playing up on the idea of the dad and son doing um, the trip together and the, and the son having more time with the dad uh, because he didn't get to do that when he was younger because he was out touring the world for ABC, which I like. I mean, at the minute over here in the UK, they've been trying to rerun of 
like Bradley Walsh and his son doing a trip around. And that's more of a comedy thing. This one doesn't look quite so much of that. But I like these kind of things. The Netflix had one recently with Jack, Jack Whitehall and his dad. Very different. But I see these are all, see all these, there's something about like, people going traveling and it's just something I enjoy. So I'm really looking forward to that series. Um, interesting that they kind of left that trailer pretty much the last minute. Um, hopefully people will watch it. I can't wait to watch it um, this next week. Um, but that's good. So moving on from there, we also got the trailer for the one and only Ivan, which is going to be dropping on to Disney Plus on August the 14th. This would have been coming to cinemas first. But what did you think of that trailer? Well, first of all, it helped that I had absolutely no idea what to expect from the trailer to begin with, because I didn't yeah. even know what the basic story was. Yeah. Um, having seen it now, it seems okay. It's kind of got like Mighty Joe Young kind of vibe, you know, like the the talented gorilla. I, I think he was a gorilla. Um, Brian Cranston, always generally entertaining, good actor, a lot of range. That said, I'm, I'm still kind of sitting here like, Cool. Yeah, I kind of watched it. I was like, okay, this was not what I was expecting. Kind of, this is the situation where we've not seen any teasers, we've not seen any posters, we've not seen any images until this dropped. Um, which is always a bit like, what's going on here with this one? Um, the voice sounds pretty good. I mean, D Dumbo looked pretty good. The little kid, kid in it, it kind of was like, was this like Dumbo two? Because it looked identical in terms of the CGI. Um, I love the gorilla, you know, painting and wanting to go back to the wild and. You know, the kid growing up in the in the 70s watching Robin Hood at the cinema. Um, it's funny with that, the actor, though, because, I mean, I have watched a few episodes of Breaking Bad, but to me, he's always the, the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. So it's, I, that's where I associate him from, rather than, it's like, so I watched it. I mean, I thought, I watched the trailer a couple of times back, just to make sure I got the gist of it. I'm like, cool, this looks, this looks good. This is a cinema release that should have been, at Sphinx. I think they've made the right call because this would not have pulled people into the audiences, I don't think. I think this is a perfect streaming. I think this will do better than Armour's Foul because I think this one's a bit more broader appeal. Um, hopefully it's good. Um, that's going to be the main thing for this one. But I, the CGI looks looks pretty good. Um, didn't see anything noticeably different. The whole thing about the chicken cross on the road, that was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little forced. But it kind of took it to the road to get to the other side. It's hilarious because it's a famous joke, right? I, it'll hit with the right audience. That's obviously it, it's telling you what kind of range yeah. it's aiming for here, which is fine. Yeah, I just I I mean I I, I don't think I've actually seen Mighty Joe Young. Um, so instantly, my figure of like gorillas, I think of Planet of the Apes, but it's a very different kind of movie. Or George of the Jungle. But um, <laughs> that would be a great <laughs> twist to the story, though. <laughs> it's really Caesar. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. I just it's it looks fun. I'm just and at the moment, it's really nice just to have like a movie to look forward to. Um, it's like I think that was like even like with Arthur's Fowler stuff. I'm just like, yeah, it's like cool. Let's just jump in and like see it. I mean, I thought the trailer, like, the, the the animation style that they were using, like the art things, looked kind of funky. Um, you could tell that it was the last minute ditch to kind of flip it over to the Disney Plus side. But I think this is going to be a big hit. I think this is going to be really, I'm hoping like when the reviews and stuff come out, people will give the, I, I think again, when you've got a streaming service, people are much more forgiving to watch stuff when they're not paying for it. And this is, 
I know a lot of people are going, well, why isn't Mulan on the rest of it? But I think this is a perfect opportunity. I don't think it would have pulled people in at the cinema to draw people back had it released the end August the 14th. And I think this is a, a perfect movie for Disney+. Plus. And also, this, look at it, anyway. This one and Artemis Fowl, we're getting some big budget movies. And I don't think in the future we'll be getting those kind of Disney Plus originals. Unless the numbers showing that are working. I was going to say, I think if the numbers kind of work in their favor, they could justify going, well, we can yeah. maybe throw a little bit more of a budget at this than we thought we could. But I don't know what the numbers are. I don't know how Artemis Fowl um, looked on their side. We don't know how this will look on their side. But... I agree with you. Um, this is a, a great entry into Disney Plus, and I think this will actually raise its um, yeah its perception a bit because when this was going to schedule to drop in theaters, I I can't see it doing particularly well unless the reviews were like, "This is amazing. This is the most like motivating story of the year. You have to go and see it." Wouldn't have done particularly well, and people would have forgotten about it like yeah. the week after it released. And then when it finally came to Disney Plus, we'd be like, oh yeah, that, that gorilla movie. But between it coming directly to Disney Plus, and then also, as we were talking about earlier, people just being starved for new content. And it's going to, I mean, we're not even at like the true starvation phase, but we're already kind of like, just give me something new. Everyone's already binged watch Tiger King. We just need something new. Uh, this, this will hit much better now than it would have in a normal situation. Yeah, and I mean, kind of push, pushing into that, um, Hamilton obviously got released uh, last week, and apparently it had a massive impact on Disney+. Plus. They apparently pulled in over nearly over half a million downloads globally, excluding India and Japan. Um, they rec- It's up like 70-80% on interest in where it normally is. Um, the amount of people... And obviously as well, this was the key issue. They got rid of the free trials. It means that everyone that signed in paid their you know they're seven bucks regardless to watch it i mean it was trending all over all over social media it's been trending pretty much ever since um it's been lots of people talking about it it's been a massive spot now disney paid like 75 million dollars for access to that movie that was going to be released in cinemas the question is has it brought in over 75 million dollars worth of new disney plus subscriptions that's the question that they need to do. If it brings in 50, 60 million and it just continues that thing going on, was that worth it? You know, I don't know if necessarily, will they release it at cinemas? I think they could do still. They're planning on it, I think, for next year. I mean, it depends if people are going back and all the rest of it. But, you know, that it, it seems that that one paid off. That was a, a move that they've done for July to kind of give us an original. And I think it's a good thing. I mean, there's a lot of people excited about it. Um, Easily, I would say nine nine out of ten people seem to just absolutely love it and um, are really excited about it. And I think that's great because they even added a new special to yesterday on Disney Plus where they kind of inter- spoke with the cast, and that's exclusive to Disney Plus as well. They did have that, um, un- I think, the undefeated special that they put up last week. Interestingly enough, they put it in the extra section and they've now removed it and put it on. So it made it look like it was brand new, like on Tuesday. They keep doing that with stuff. They keep putting things in the extras and then realizing no one clicks in there. And then they put it on it like the Roger Rabbit, the Roger Rabbit shorts were originally on there as a extras. And then they moved them out into their own thing. This, there was a Frankenweenie short that they took out from the extras and put on it. And I, I think they may be realizing the extras options. You might as well put them out there as full things rather than that. But nice just to see Hamilton getting in this big spike. 
Yeah. Uh, to for the last point first, and then bouncing back. Um, I think a lot of people expect the extras to be like the trailers, um, maybe a, like a concept art kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like you would expect on the, yeah. the bare bones DVD release back yeah. in the day. So nobody bothers clicking on it. And it, it makes more sense to put them out on yeah. their own. That said, uh, Hamilton, I, I love that people are getting mm-hmm. super excited for it. We knew it was going to be a big hit. This is the first chance that a lot of people have had to see it. Uh, whether they liked it or not, doesn't matter. They, they watched it. Uh, and that's great. The question, you know, was it worth it is not something that will be answered for a very long time. And it, and it probably will never be answered publicly, but it's not just those new subscriptions, uh, the brand new, you know, the $7 mm-hmm. that people paid it's yeah. do they keep paying $7 month after month? They they saw Hamilton. Do they stay for the Mandalorian? Do they stay for, well, that's uh, like now I was just yeah. going to say like dropping the trailer for the one and only Ivan this week. In some ways now, it's like the Hamilton people that are going, well, I'm going to cancel this month. Oh, well, we've got another movie next month. Oh, well, it's the same price as a cinema ticket. We'll just keep it. And I think that is, you know... Same price as a cinema. Tra- <laughs> Not <Well>, in America. <laughs> well, it, it, my, my lucky cinema is $4.99 a month. Uh, $4.99 a ticket. So yeah, Disney Plus is $5.99 a month. So to, it's, it, they, we are talking... It's, I mean, that's just for me on my own. Obviously, if I go as a family or you know, if we go a few more, then that's a completely different thing. No, no, no. Uh, there are definitely theaters here which have cheaper ticket options, but yeah. if you're going to one of the big chains, AMC, yeah. uh, Cinemark, etc., even during matinee hours, you're looking at $8 minimum, which is already more expensive than yeah. Disney+. Plus. But if you're going at any other time, $12 minimum plus some surcharges. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids might be a dollar or two off. People over 65 might yeah. be a dollar or two off. But even if you don't buy anything else, you just buy the ticket yourself you're already looking at like 14 dollars up front it yeah i mean disney plus looks so much better compared to that yeah i mean that was the thing i think like with my lucky cinema they they used to i remember going and seeing um superman man of steel was probably the last one where it was like 12.99 each so i went we you know me and my wife went i was like i just spent 25 pound on going and watching the superman movie on opening day and other than like the avengers and things like that i do so Whereas that they just literally just blanket four ninety nine all to all seats all times, and I'll be honest, ever before the pandemic, every time you went, that the, there were so many more people in there. You know, it was much. So it did it did work. But in some, you know, I was driving last night when I drove past the cinema um, to, to go along, and you know, they got still got the four ninety. So it's it's constantly in my mindset. But now that's like that's well. I have to keep forgetting that you know you leave you leave the little seaside towns. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think I saw Toy Story four in London, and I think we we paid like nine ninety nine pounds per ticket. So yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I well, I know, I remember what when I last time I went to cinema in London was for Shrek two, and I think it was twelve ninety nine, and that was like twenty years ago. <laughs> it was like yeah, yeah, no, we we were at a matinee time, um, yeah. so. I don't even know what the regular prices were, but yeah, they, it, of course it's going to be different for everybody. Um, you, if you're, if you have a good local theater, like you've got, then yeah, the, the prices are much more reasonable, but for most of us, at least in the States, it's going to be AMC. It's going to be Cinemark, uh, Regal cinema, something like that. And at that point you're like for a regular non matinee ticket, I'm already paying twice the cost of a Disney plus subscription for one month. And that's, and if you're going with kids, obviously you're, yeah. you're buying popcorn, co- solo. Uh, 
cola. I, <laughs> I tried I tried to merge cola and soda <laughs> into a single word there for some reason. For people at home, this is the first time we have recorded at uh, my midnight hour in the first for several months. So my well, brain's yeah, still kind of screwy. Yeah, well, this is it. Because for, for me, the last three months in lockdown, we've been recording like in the middle of the afternoon because I was like, well, why do I have to get up? There's no need for me to get up at six o'clock in the morning. I'm not leaving the house. You are not leaving the house. Of course, now I'm back to real life work. So I've got to go to work after I finish recording this. So is it, yeah, we're all on like, like it's like this morning, I'm like, okay, I've got to get up after six. <laughs> And I'm sitting here like, oh man, I, I have to stay up past midnight. And I know some people are like, well, th- well, that's what I do normally. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I have not gotten used to it. The pandemic, I've gotten used to going to bed at like uh, 10 o'clock at night. And right now my brain's kind of going, you should be asleep. <laughs> I'm going to totally just fuzz with your brains when I'm like screwing up uh, Megan and, and Kate Middleton <laughs> and all this stuff going on right now. Yeah, we'll put that down to that one. But yeah, it's yeah, Thank I think it's, I think <laughs> I think this is a whole. I think um in an hour if you're gonna have to go to the cinema with a mask on and there's limited seating, you know, you've got all that um it's the while cinemas over here just opened up last weekend, you know, now there's a lot of talk about the fact of having to wear masks at shops and stuff, so therefore you'd imagine cinemas would come into that as well. And I know in the US, they've already been talking about it. And the idea of going in watching the one and only Ivan or Milan in a cinema with a mask on for two, it's like, or you just sit at home with your feet up on your couch. And you know, if you are happening to buy a massive, great big TV, like I'm in the most um, upgrade is like, yes, yeah, it's, it's just, that is just more comfortable. And I think we're going to see that more and more. Um, you know, I've noticed, you know, there's, there's a lot of push for Scoob at the minute on TV over here and just, that whole video on the map, I think how long this goes on for, Disney are going to have to change the strategy. I still still was surprised they've not done the whole premium on demand thing, but they, they held back. But at the same time, Hamilton, Armour's Fowl, the one and only Ivan have all dropped week to week to week or month to month to month. We've also had Onward, kind of was April's version. What will we get in September? It feels like we're almost getting a, a big movie a month right now and Disney have got a massive catalog and now they're back filming stuff and things are moving around a bit more. Um, things are opening up because I saw Tom Holland. I think he's out in Germany now filming the new Sony Uncharted movie. I know that they've been out in New Zealand filming the new Avatar movies and things are starting to sort of crawl back to some kind of um, normality, but they're still quite a way off yet. But anything else you want to add on the Hamilton spike in users? Uh, not particularly. I think uh, the spike isn't going to go away. I think people are still going to be um, checking in on Hamilton because now the the hype train is really going on that. But that's mm-hmm. but the big spike is is there. But it's not going to be like up down. It's going to be up and then kind of trickle. Yeah. So moving on from there, um, the there is a new Peter Pan live action movie set to go into production soon called Peter and Wendy. And according to the latest reports from Variety. Uh, Captain Hook is set to be played by Jude Law. He's in talks to do that. Now, he's not the first person. I think, um, was it um, jo- oh, God, the guy that played the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix? Oh, yeah. Gonna, mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was originally in talks for it, but now Jude Law is. Um, another live action one. It looks like this one's going to be set to go straight to um, cinemas rather than to Disney+. Plus. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been lots of talk. I think at one point Margot uh, Robbie was um, being talked about as being Tinkerbell, but... The, 
At the same time, she's also set to be in a new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So, yeah, it's all kind of moving all around. There's a lot. It does feel like this week things have sort of been slowing down. I mean, it looks like a lot of the meetings have kind of been going on. And now they're maybe going, well, we've got the next, like, three years of stuff planned. We just need to get moving <laughs> on, the, on all of this. Yeah, even if they wanted to announce things, they, there's really nowhere in the schedule for them to, to stick things anymore. It, anything they announce at this point is like, well, coming in 2023, yeah. we will have Avengers 6, the geriatric edition. You know, it, yeah. it, to, but getting back to the, the idea of like Jude Law, I think he would make an interesting Captain Hook. It's a potentially different take on the character because he's normally uh, a fairly old character yeah. and jude law while maybe not as young as he used to be is still a fairly young actor uh i think there's, there could be a very interesting take on that from him depends really how they play it up whether or not you know they make it fun and light-hearted or if it's serious that's the that, that is that's true the, that's the line really of how this goes if, if captain hook is a serious villain or if he's just a comedic kind of foil in him and ticked and um, is it does it tick tap talk is the um, crocodile in it? I I you know what I don't know if the, if I've ever known the crocodile's name. I just know that he's got the the clock in his stomach and he you know tick tock tick tock uh, in a, in a very subtle symbolism of Hook's fear of time. You know, really subtle, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just I was like I'm sure because I'm not. Oh, am I getting it mixed up with the app? <laughs> um, I was like. I'm sure. I'm sure because I'm sure I used to. I've had like a vinylation and stuff of what he was called. And, but yeah, no, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm just that's where I've just put my mind in. But um, yeah, it depends really on how they're going to play. Because like maybe if they have fun with it, but I don't know. Because apparently they're going to have um, they've obviously got like young young kids playing it. There's going to be um, a New Zealand young kid going to be playing Peter, and also um, uh, Mila jo- Djokovic's daughter will be playing uh, Wendy. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where they go with this one. Um, it's kind of, I think, funny the fact that Disney are redoing Peter Pan when they, 20th Century Fox literally just released Wendy like just before the pandemic hit and that one seemed to go, <laughs> go nowhere. Um, it went nowhere, but it did get good critical yeah. uh, reception and, and everybody I know who's seen it said that it was pretty solid. Um, but this is, again, one of those uh, Hollywood trends where one company is like, we're going to do the Wendy story. Well, we're going to do Peter and Wendy, you know, yeah. or we're going to do a movie about a giant asteroid hitting the planet. Well, we're going to do a movie about the gi- an asteroid getting blown up just before it gets to the planet. Yeah. Or, or we're going to do a volcano movie. That was the other one. That was another year we had that one. Bugs and Life. And, Bugs Life and Ants. Yeah. You kind yeah. of have these kind of situations. There's a term for it. I don't know what it is yeah. offhand, but there's yeah, a term for I, yeah, it. Yeah. Kind of, it's strange how that all happens. But yeah, so that kind of um, going there. Look, looking, it's been like I said, the news has kind of been like it does feel like it's been drying up a little bit um, in terms of what's been going on. But yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up all the news from this week because there's not really much more left um, on the Disney Plus side. Um, there was a new the music video was released for the Star Wars The Mandalorian theme. Um, is it Ludwig um, Gorison? And it's actually kind of quite funky because you watched it and the music plays up and you go, oh, I love this music. It's like, but he's, he sat there playing the instruments on, in the volume. on So it makes it look like he sat there on, on like Tatooine doing the things. And it's like, 
yes, I, I can't wait for season two. I was just <laughs> like, like, this is so teasing. Because obviously where you've got San, the San Diego Comic-Con is coming up in like two weeks. The only things really we're going to see from Disney are there are going to be like the Phileas and Ferb movie, um, the Marvel 616 show, and also there was uh, something else. I can't think of what it was. It was, um, I think, Road Trip or something like that. It's not, not a huge amount there. I think a lot of people were getting excited for like Marvel reveals at San Diego Comic-Con and Marvel are going, yeah, we we don't need to do this right now. We're going to be holding off. And anything Star Wars would have been held back for Star Wars Celebration anyway. Yeah, and I would ra- I would rather Marvel put their resources towards finishing Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, get get those ready. I know they they still got filming to do, but they they got special effects work on the episodes that are in yeah. the, the can already. Work on those. Get it finished. Decide how you're going to do your your release schedule is going to be cut in half, three and three, or you know, four and yeah. two, whatever you're going to do. It would be great to get a trailer. I would rather them get the thing finished. Yeah. first interesting thing with these as well um for some reason sometimes things just like jump up of uh, you see on the internet of a whole load of articles were jumping around because there were placeholder pages put up for falcon and the winter soldier and loki and stuff and there's the trailer was available and everyone's getting really excited and i'm going this came up at when at the, the, the super bowl it's like these pages have been exist. They've been there for like six months, and it's the same trailer that was at the Super Bowl. And everyone is like jumping because then everyone's going, "Oh, the new trailer's out!" And I'm like, "This is real clickbait. This has been out for like six months." And I just wanted to bring it out because like I'm not. It's like, it's like sometimes you. It's like really annoying when a news story breaks and you're going, "This is like six months old," and it's 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 like so. And then someone's picked up on it, and then another person picks up on it, and another site picks up and you're going, "Um, guys, this is old news." <laughs> Like, <laughs> you also have to watch out for um, placeholder pages for stuff that hasn't been announced yet. So it's yeah. not even old news, but you'll see stuff like um, release information for Mandalorian season two or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And it'll be like, here's the release date. And that'll be in like the little metadata tag yeah. um, or the, the little description in Google. And you click on it. It's like the release date is, we don't know. It hasn't been announced yet, <laughs> but the the uh, the pages are designed so that it looks like they get updated every single day. So they yeah. pop up in the Google search and be like, "When is the release date?" Oh, this page was updated just yesterday. There must have been news. Yeah. No, there wasn't. Uh, and this ha- this is not um, Disney Plus specific. No. Pretty much any television sh- or streaming show. Like, when is Stranger Things season four? Oh, check out the article. We've got all the details. Well, oh, that nothing's yeah, been I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, I do those. I, I haven't written one for a while, but, um, you know, I would, I would tend to put them up um, whenever a movie was being released or trailers would break for new ones to sell out when people were coming to this. Because ultimately they were really, they were really, really popular and people kept asking, you know, when it went under normal circumstances, we would have had trailers for movies that are coming out in like October, November. So, so whenever those was great, you would put them up there because people are, are looking for it and that's how it works and stuff. But because I always felt it was a bit like it's not coming for 19 months or six months <laughs> until afterwards. And that was always the thing. But yeah, they are they are often one of the most popular articles. And I can see, I know why everyone does them. But when things like the that the things of like a Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailers, I'm going, yeah, no, that's not really. This was a Super Bowl trailer. Um, just you, someone's random family who found it. But nevertheless, that's pretty much going to wrap up this week's episode. 
just want to say a big thank you to everyone for joining us on this one. Um, again, go check us out over at um, Patreon as well, where you can help support the channel. It just helps, you know, covering all the bits and pieces and bits and pieces like that. And so we shall see you guys in another episode. Laters. And hopefully I'll be more coherent next time too. I'm getting up every morning to go to work for this last few days. I'm like, oh, really? This is what life's like? I got to <laughs> I'm up like three hours earlier than I was in lockdown. It was like, oh, okay. But as I said, it's great also as well. If anyone watching the video version, I am now in, in the studio. So it does make life, it's so much easier just to kind of roll out of bed, brush my teeth, grab a drink, and then come into the studio. It's rather nice. But nevertheless, we shall see you guys soon. Laters. Later. Later.